the blockchain history, Solano's blockchain history will mm-hmm. be stored on Filecoin. Okay. This is going to decentralize a lot of like the, the storage of the information, making Solana more redundant, more scalable, and improve its secu- overall security. Also, cheaper. Filecoin is cheaper than wherever they were storing that. Probably. At least it'll open up the market. If Filecoin starts to raise, then more people will be like, oh, let me start mining Filecoin or providing storage for the service of yeah. Filecoin. And then start. you'll see small local data centers pop up. Welcome back to another week of your favorite crypto podcast. Sometimes crypto. The unscripted crypto podcast. Hey, yo. We're here. Another week. Still alive. Still breathing. Still breathing. Still buying Bitcoin. Still buying Bitcoin. Or at least. I'm buying everything but Bitcoin. Just I, bro, I I make sure Bitcoin is constantly coming in as much as possible. You you do like being cummed in. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. So, so we're just too, <laughs> too soon, William. Too Sorry. soon. Sorry. Yeah, man, this guy's always trying to crack jokes. You laugh. It was because it was funny. All right, because it was funny. All right. <laughs> we got we got a lot of stories uh, to go over. A lot of different things that may or may not move the market. Yeah. Well, in the future, well, I'm not saying we're gonna move the market. True. I don't think we will move the market, but Elon moves the market. Elon moves markets. Elon's a market mover. Right. <laughs> we had big news come up with multiple things. Where do you want to start off, William? Surprise me. Surprise you? I close my eyes and ears. Okay. Well, I think we should start off with the fun stuff. NFTs, Bored Apes, Yuga Labs. Because who doesn't love... Uh, Eth, you're still alive. You're <laughs> still there some way. Eth's got plenty going on. Yuga, Eth, you're not dead yet. Yuga has recently made. I mean, uh, Eth right now is at three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Eth is at three thousand dollars. Another thousand will be up twenty percent, twenty-five percent. Okay. Some coins did better than that, but I know that's why I said it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's why you said it. Yeah. Yugo has acquired Proof, the company that created Moonbirds. Moonbirds is uh, NFT. R? Pro- R? What do you mean R? Moonbirds R, an NFT project? Yeah, Moonbirds I don't is know. an NFT project. Moonbirds R. You know what? I think it could go both ways. Well, maybe. Continue. Yeah, but um, alongside with this acquisition of SAFE and obviously... Uh, it's Project Moonbirds. It's Yuga Labs is also going to be getting the spin-off collections for Moonbirds, such as uh, Mythics, Oddities, and Grails. Um, but there is no information out there on the details of the acquisition. We don't know how much Yuga paid for it. We don't really know too many of the terms. <clears throat> what we do know is that the CEO and founder of Proof, mm-hmm. Kevin Ro- Kevin Rose, okay. Uh, will be uh, in this handover period for uh, what do you mean like since he is the founder and CEO of of the company mm-hmm. he's gonna still be operating it until he completely like hands it off to uh, you gotcha. and then after that process uh, he's just gonna be serving as an advisor understood yeah but this is great news for Yuga and uh, particularly uh, their project for the metaverse called the other sides where they're going to be in, coop, in 
incorporating Moonbirds and its entire collection to the other side. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't the other side also like they're also not that, that is they're also creating a playable game aspect on it? Yeah. Uh, there's uh, it's like a gamified world. Gotcha. Uh, they're they're gonna be doing a lot of things on there. Um, I'm not too familiar with the other side myself because we don't own it. I don't own any of it. Um, it's out of our budget. <laughs> it's a it's a lot. We also got budget. burned with NFTs. We got we got we had some bad NFT rug pulls. I'll stick to what I I'll stick to what I haven't been burned on too much yet. Yeah, <laughs> I said that. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, uh, the other other side is uh, gamified metaverse, and um, well, in terms of like support, we have this huge investor that invested in these two companies and both of them separately, not at the same time, separately on separate occasions. Uh, Andreessen Horowitz, the big A16Z. the big A sixteen Z, yeah, they they had um helped Moonbirds do its Series A funding, mm-hmm. uh, reached $50 million, and uh, A16Z led um, or invested in Yuga back in 2002, uh, 2022. Yeah. Um, but, for like how much? It was a lot of money. Yeah, it was a good amount. I don't remember how much it was. I think it was, it was yeah. But yeah, uh, A16Z is just one of those leading VC firms in crypto. So no surprise that they're... They're probably start upping their funding now. Yeah, get ready, get ready for that for sure. Yeah, before the pump, most likely, <clears throat> before you go parabolic, right? Like right before uh, Bitcoin happening. Yeah, so it's all about the happening, man. That's such sixty a, days away at this point. Something less than sixty days away. Oh, less. Okay. Yeah, it was sixty-two days away last time we recorded. All right, so seven days less. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> lots going on for sure. Uh, and I think I sent you a. A link to a new restaurant that opened up. You did the board Cuban. I did see that. Uh, Cuban sandwiches. Cuban sandwiches. With the name ca- Cafecitos. They got all the good stuff. Uh, I want to go check it out. We gotta go. It's a themed themed restaurant. We gotta go. Uh, they opened that up right across from where the Inter Miami place is going to be located. Yeah, or oh, is located. Or okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's prime prime location. Plenty plenty of eyeballs are, are going to be seeing that. Well, I know where we're going next. Uh, that being said, uh, there is this other uh, much smaller NFT group that I know of uh, called Lazy Lions. There's this one guy who owns a coffee shop brand. If you happen to see this, maybe look in some area in that area. You know, little NFT. A coffee shop there? Yeah. Lazy Lion. Lazy uh, Lion Coffee. That's competition. Uh, is it though? It, oh, is, yeah, it, is it, it is competition. It is they competition. have cafecitos, yeah. It's coffee and then... I mean, not the same level. You know, you're right. It, not, not really it's competition. It's similar, but Give or very take small, few. very small. That's but, dope. Yeah. Um, board apes are... Board apes are making their... They're alive. They're, they're obviously, yeah, they're still alive. But yeah, they're still making their stands and they're still fighting strong. Lots going on. <laughs> so I thought that was exciting news for, for the NFT community. And uh, some people have their doubts... But Moonbird seems to be the, uh, an overall good acquisition. They like the, people yeah. like the acquisition? No, some people don't. It's, it's mixed reviews. Like, there's always going to be... Like, yeah, but it always seems one way over the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you didn't get sentiment. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah. We got some other big news. 
over the weekend that William shared with me. I wasn't even aware of it with Filecoin. Oh, the Filecoin pump? <clears throat> Filecoin. Well, not just the Filecoin pump. Let's be clear. Not just the Filecoin pump. What else happened? AI pumped. AI oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. It, yeah. was, it was a common. Yeah, but let's uh, uh let's uh close up, do the Filecoin really quickly, and then. Well, it goes together, really. Does it? So Filecoin is a, st- a decentralized storage system. Yeah. And it's pretty much just going to be holding. So Filecoin partnered with Solana, and it's going to be holding all of the block history. Solana's going to be holding all the block history on Filecoin moving forward. That that took place, or that announcement took place February 16th. And, I mean, this is going to be great because it helps Solana completely decentralize their data storage. And one of the biggest issues that Solana has is it's too centralized. That's like the biggest concern that everybody has with Solana. So I'm not saying it's not. Also, that's not part of it. I'm just saying it's not the only reason. Because you also had Sora coming out, causing AI to pump. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone's wondering where you're going to store all that information. It will be in file storages. Okay, I see. Well, in decentralized storage. Yeah. Filecoin is that. Because you also had render pump with that same news. Because how you're going to process all that AI information Mm -hmm. is through tokens like render decentralized. Yep. Yeah, so... OpenAI dropped Sora this past weekend. It's a mix. These all three go together, really. Yeah, this is just... I mean... We said this before on this podcast too. Crypto and AI will be the two tech uh, disruptors that the will turn the world completely around. Yeah, we can have we can have great AI, amazing AI that we can trust and like count with if it's not decentralized. It won't work. Hundred percent. It won't work. I saw some pictures the other day, or I think it was earlier today, actually. Um, of someone saying it's really hard for them to use to get uh, Gemini, Google's Gemini, Bard changed his name to Gemini, uh, to acknowledge the fact that there are white people in the world. And like, it's, I saw that pic, that <laughs> and it started asking, it was like, "Oh, uh, um, show me uh, people in China, Germany, um, and like two other states." It said, yeah, like it said, show, "Oh, it just said show me people. South Africa." Yeah, and like there there was like maybe two like white white people on on the on the pictures but then like the majority of them had like some some melanin melanin in them so that that's also part of the reason the jump store came out causing that ai noise mm-hmm. causing all those tokens that will require use plus file had solana news so that was just like yeah extra fuel to that good little synergy extra fuel to that fire just causing it to rampage because even render nasty went up crazy the last two days Render from like low, from like Feb twenty. I'm on the hour. Let me do a twelve hour. Looking at renders charts. Yes. So eighteenth <clears throat> to now, renders pumped twenty percent. Oh wow! Eighteenth of January of eighteenth of, of this Feb month to yeah two days. Wow! It's pumped twenty percent. File going on to that news since you said the sixteenth, right? Mm-hmm. 16th. I know that the overall AI sector jumped around an average of 7.7%. Yeah. So file at um, the 16th of Feb was at 
it closed at five dollars next day it closed at six so just running it from right there from the 16th to now fires from 28 percent oh wow yeah oh also tokens like grt that do similar processing mm -hmm. features also went pumped yeah, grt is up like 30 something percent the graph right the graph the graph so there are all those tokens that are going to be like intertwined all mixed together mm -hmm. rocket fuel and that's why like i just can't sell myself on so you think those are gonna do 100x's bull run then <laughs> you know i don't know about 100x but definitely there i do think so that's what i was gonna get at it's okay like, and this is why why i can't sell myself on being an absolute bitcoin maximalist because there's these other protocols that decentralize computing resources different computing resources besides yeah. just processing like like storage filecoin filecoin our weave mm -hmm. that's another our weave ar okay it's another um, it's another okay. it's another uh, file system oh is it yes okay I mean, it's another storage system. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Okay, there, there we go. There's a lot of tokens out here. <laughs> There's so many tokens out there. But yeah, like just seeing the utility of, of specific tokens just shows that there's use cases beyond just store of value. Or fast transactions like Lightning. Or like Bitcoin can't do it all. Yeah, Bitcoin can't. It can't. It's just, it's not scalable enough. To, to that That's enough. literally <laughs> the biggest drawback of Bitcoin. It's not scalable enough. Seven transactions per second. Yeah. It can't, it can't, it can't, it can't work that way. It won't, we won't be able to do that. But, um, rolling back into that mm -hmm. Solana news. So what did they say exactly that they're going to be, um, so the blockchain history, Solana's blockchain history will mm -hmm. be stored on Filecoin. Okay. Uh, this is going to decentralize a lot, a lot of like the storage of the, the storage of the information, making Solana more redundant, more scalable and improve its overall security. Also cheaper. Uh, Falcon is cheaper than wherever they were storing that probably before. Probably, probably. At least it'll open up the market. Uh, so <clears throat> if Filecoin starts to raise, then more people will be like, oh, let me start mining Filecoin or providing storage for the service of yeah. Filecoin. And then start. you'll see small local data centers pop up where someone just has, let's say, I don't know, I want to say like 20 terabytes. Yeah. It's not crazy. And it's all rented out. Exactly. You don't know what information is being stored there because it's all encrypted. Yeah, uh, it's not tied to you. Like you have no access to it. <laughs> the information itself. No. Yeah, yeah. You just you just hold the you hold the physical storage of the asset. Yeah. But the assets is completely encrypted. Yeah. So, it's just cool. I, I don't know. Yeah, and the same applies to render and all these processing. Um, mm -hmm. th all these processing tokens and um, protocols being used to do the same thing just so the file so um, saving the information using it to just be able to run the computer side of it actually being able to render down these videos and pr provide the gpu power necessary yeah absolutely like you're gonna see mining rigs probably in the future or those gpus that were used just to be a some sort of um, processing unit yeah um so if for some whatever reason mining gets too expensive for bitcoin uh if the technicians on site are skilled with this they could probably just shift it over and i don't, I don't know the specifics of not in the mining industry but i'm pretty sure they could shift over the mining from mining bitcoin to providing processing power for yeah. these other things for the others tokens. i didn't even th i didn't even think it that way i just meant it more so 
new miners come out, they probably upgrade their miners in, in sets. Oh, and then they those sets, I'm sure they don't get rid of them because they're mm-hmm. still useful to a degree. Yeah, like just, what you mean. Like recycle them. They just recycle it. Yeah, or use good. those old miners and be like, you know what? We're going to now use it. These old miners are going to be used for this. For this other Instead of being thrown away. Absolutely. And then people say crypto isn't sustainable. I also don't know how much wear and tear those miners get after the next period of time, mm-hmm. which that would play a factor in it. It definitely does, yeah. So but big, if, big thing there. <clears throat> but if they get wear and tear, then there's opens up opportunity for a technician to go back there and just fix it up. Yeah. That's totally a thing. Which, um, yeah, you have more to add to this? About AI, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vitalik tweeted, uh, one of the use cases for this like emergence of decentralized artificial intelligence mm-hmm. being uh, serving as auditors for smart contracts that will be released. So this obviously doesn't just apply to Ethereum, but it just happens to be Ethereum's found, co-founder that, that talks about it. But smart contracts can be audited by any centralized agency like we could just open up a smart contract audit it and if we build credibility then be like oh look this passes these certain these certain like parameters and like say oh this is good but ai could do it so much faster so much more efficient and with a lot less errors so decentralized ai for um auditing is gonna be a big thing too and PwC, one of the big fours, uh, like Deloitte, PwC, I don't know them too well, but there's like these big four like mm-hmm. accounting firms, I think is what they consider themselves. Uh, they do a lot of government contracting and a bunch of different stuff. Um, they predict oh, that- Oh, what are about? Wait, do you have a list of the four? No, but these people? Yeah, that's Pete, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, PwC is predicting that AI could contribute up to $15.7 trillion to the global economy by the year 2030. That's six years away. They also go on to mention that that is more than the current output of China and India combined. Yeah. Well, just so you don't even want to, I don't want you to go too far away. Mm -hmm. Currently, Duolingo has said that's going to lay off like I believe 10 percent of its workforce mm-hmm. or like maybe a little more than that I don't have the exact I, I heard on a pod and they said that it's, they're going to replace like half of that workforce or like three percent of that workforce as being laid off with AI oh wow yeah I'm sure it's already started yeah AI is going to be able to translate for people so like you don't need to have translators they're creating the course curriculum yeah. you will need someone to revise it but not to do the bulk work. Yeah, exactly. Which is what they're probably going to be replacing. Do you remember what uh, podcast that was? PBD. PBD. Yeah, I with, think it was one from like the other day or today. I think was it with a get, uh, guest or no guest? No guest. It was like or a home team podcast. One of these. I think it was like t- today's or yesterday's. <clears throat> okay. No, today's or last week Thursday's. They they mentioned it twice. Okay. And not check them out. Yeah. But yeah, uh, AI is definitely on on the rise. Um, that being said, uh, one of you, you, your one of the tokens that you have a sincere uh, sentiment towards uh, pumped like crazy, world, world coin. Oh, <laughs> sincere sentiment. <laughs> it did pump. It, I mean, it is AI narrative since their whole thing is they will. It's one of be one of the ways that they 
defend against um mm -hmm. or one of the way you prove you're a human and not an ai and not yeah, is yeah. giving them your retina yeah retina identification well, iris yeah. correction iris iris yeah, true that's the word iris uh they're gonna be using iris scans to identify you as an individual well, that's what they do now yeah that's it that is what they do you're right um they actually i don't know if they're still doing it but i know that they're incentivizing 25 world tokens mm -hmm. for for signing up for like just giving giving yeah. them your retina and creating a iris. world world id iris correct my bad so i i didn't i this was also on a pod because i listened to it today and they, and they mentioned it they mentioned Worldcoin and some of the active users and no, oh, um, on a different it, Yeah, it was um, Crypto Banter this morning on Rand Show, and he mentioned that he pulled up the, an actual like report or a tweet about it, saying that Worldcoin supposedly has a billion users, or a billion something in the billions, in, in one billion actually, and he, every he goes impossible. He goes, there's he said there's basically there's no way this has these many active users currently, and these many people willing to give up their irises he goes unless they're in third world countries and they're just giving them free money yeah that's so that's kind of like where that's uh, yeah that's pretty much where they got a lot of their signups from <laughs> it's free money just take a little iris scan oh so at the time when they first started doing it the 25 world coin tokens were priced at a roughly 60 dollars um fast forward to current prices eight dollars 170 world the token world coin token. yeah wow. well the, the 25 for signing up gotcha nah, yeah, not the individual one I think, okay yeah yeah so which again i don't know it's definitely an incentive for free money it like, is also it's like, like no one in the first world is doing that they're like what the heck i'm giving up my i my iris i wouldn't do um uh, world entry because i would have to go my iris mm-hmm What's world entry? Oh, like into so world entry is uh, you basically um, you give it to your government agency. They scan your iris, and you're basically allowed to enter any part of the world with your iris scanned. Interesting. Like it's called world entry. So okay. It's 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 probably there's more to it than that. You have to do background checks, all these things. Mm -hmm. But one of the criteria is you have to scan your eyeballs. iris scan. I'm like I wouldn't do that. Yeah, there's there's at least it's not your DNA. Like I haven't taken any DNA tests. I don't want these huge tech conglomerates to have. I guess, like <laughs> that's the whole thing. Maybe we're being a little nitpicky about it, and it's maybe yeah, more nonchalant. Yeah, because like the, the the use case, I understand it. It's it's to avoid deep fakes. Like this is a an, a legitimate concern. Yeah, and blockchain is a solution to this. Well, deep fakes are only gonna ramp up. You, especially with how good Sora is mm -hmm. right now. Oh, hundred percent, man. Sora's and Sora's only a year in. Sora's generations were insane. Yeah. Like I saw some really good stuff. Like I was showing people, I was like, "Look, look at you these, have any of them saved? Look at these dogs. Uh, probably liked." There's like crazy, crazy high def, and like people are, like, "Oh, those are the cute dogs." I was like, "They're not real. They're fake." They're like, "What do you mean they're not real?" I was like, "That's generated. It's like not, not someone like, making it made this. No." Like this is AI. Yeah, it's well, wild. One of the ones I saw from Sora was the, the prompt was make a bull walking through the most abstract place you can imagine. 
and it was a bull just walking through the train tracks in like it looked like a suburban chicago new york style um train oh well metro style and it was just like for a second i looked at him like why is there a bull here and then i looked at it again i'm like oh snap it's not real yeah you're like this isn't okay it clicked it clicked i mean i saw i'm like wait this isn't i'm like what i'm like oh no it's not this ain't adding up yeah but it's that good Mm -hmm. and it only gets better especially for animations worry about human or real things yeah yeah what about cartoons that aren't already that are already fake and not real yeah it would just be you couldn't tell you won't be able you you wouldn't be able to tell animators are gonna lose their jobs (laughs) unfortunately probably yeah soon damn <laughs> and again same as Jack GPT and open AI and all these things this is gen 1 what's I mean, gen 50 gonna look like 4.5 well when we started it was gen 1 or, yeah. or 2 and that was like 2 years ago yeah so what's gen 50 yeah no it's gonna be insane to build on this topic because I, I had something for this relative to them so if this one, it were it's mainly um OpenAI and Nvidia, but we'll continue on OpenAI. So OpenAI just got a reevaluation. Mm-hmm. When originally when they got evaluated and they gave the first billion or they bought in, Microsoft bought in the first billy, they were valued at thirty. Then Microsoft gave another ten later on. Right, remember that when we talked about it. So they have a new evaluation at the current evaluation is the eighty billion. 80 billion dollars yep. after source release wow and with only they're only on track to make more oh for sure again this is a started open source code <clears throat> was going to be an open source code which then became public part of the Elon left and it was a non-profit and it looks very for-profit now mm-hmm. the way it's going and they're just expanding so something else they're adding to their open AI thing their company is chip manufacturers they want to start developing their own chips yeah. <clears throat> and that's where amd finds its competition well not just amd mm-hmm. no so many people amd nvidia intel intel all of them mm-hmm. with that added guess who's going to start getting to the chatbot space microsoft in, well, they, oh. They all, oh, NVIDIA. Yeah, you're right. NVIDIA is now going to join yeah. the chatbot space. Okay. And they've already implemented. They're going to start. It's um, RTX, if I'm not mistaken. I have it here. I mean, remember what I said earlier. PwC says that the AI is going to contribute to $15.7 trillion yeah. globally. Like, Microsoft's $80 billion valuation for its... It's nothing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, only the, that's only like... We're just starting to fill up the bucket. Yeah. So what's this? Uh, so RTX is that? Yeah. It's NVIDIA's local RAN chatbot. So it would run <coughs> just on your PC, private. No one can access it. It's only local. It doesn't no. It doesn't. It doesn't go out. It's meant to only communicate and search through things within your computer. Interesting. That's so, very interesting. Yeah. So essentially, you can from one of the examples they give they they tag one of their files and they go what is what are some of Sarah's recommendations for restaurants and then it gives you it from it doesn't really show how it does it but it just answers what it is 
and I'm assuming it probably if you asked it, can you show me Sarah's recommendations for restaurants and can you pull up where you find these names? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it should probably highlight and show you in within the file where it's at as well. Interesting. What type of restaurants you said? Just restaurants. Just okay. Just. Like she's like, what are Sarah's recommendations for restaurants? Okay. And they clicked a just a file. Okay. Is Sarah the Sarah, Sarah was just a name like just, a name just that, okay. probably yeah. the name of the person like nothing specific. yeah the user okay yeah that's gonna be f- interesting for sure again Gen one I'm assuming mm-hmm. Gen two you can put look through my entire computer system and find me all restaurants that start with the letter A that you've probably written about if you write restaurants it will just give you a list yeah so it's just gonna that's like one aspect that they're also getting into it yeah. Like both OpenAI and ChatGPT, OpenAI and NVIDIA are getting into their counterparts space. Yeah, for sure. They're expanding domains. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be revolutionary in in and of, of its own right. Own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that we haven't seen yet, for sure. And I'm sure that there's so many implications to that and like how that could be used. Um file storage just ma- like man- file management user management data just overall like being able to run down on your computer on your hardware also locally no one's could come into it access it mm-hmm. like it's on your computer <laughs> very cool stuff that's do they have like a an estimated like launch date for that by any chance it didn't say no so it's probably with any new chips or anything like that, it might come with it mm-hmm. well I didn't say. From what I, from what I saw, let me see. Let me double check it now that you mention it. Texans are getting angry in Granbury. Okay. It's a s- small little town. I believe mm-hmm. the population is about like eleven thousand or something like that. Gotcha. Super, super small population. <laughs> um, there's a Bitcoin f- mining farm out there. I heard about this one. Yeah, so well, one of the many Bitcoin farms that are out there. Yeah, so uh, this one in particular is owned by Marathon Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marathon took over it back in January last year. Okay, and it was they acquired it from someone else, but uh, it's pretty much been up for like two years and just constantly running. These are these fa- these Bitcoin miners are are cooled by fans. They're like stored in containers outside. And they're cooled by fans, so they're just a constant humming. A fan. And the residents are just over it, over it completely. Not happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, so and I saw a video of, of it, and it's like pretty, it's pretty loud. Like you can, I can imagine. You can't you can definitely, you can definitely hear it. So <laughs> they actually did like a audio test mm-hmm. and. From some in some occasions, depending on where you were, it reached ninety decibels over the legal limit. <laughs> no, so the the uh, the firm actually says that they operate within the limit that they're that they're within legal limits. So he's like, I don't. They're like, I don't know what the problem is. Like we were, they are like taking into account that like, oh, this is if this is not suitable for you guys, and we do want to like try to fix things and. We, if it's becoming a health concern, even more so, because some of the people are saying that it's becoming a health concern. How's it becoming a health <clears throat> concern? Go run it down for me. Vert, vert, viligo? Vert, vert, vertigo. Vertigo. That's the word. It's causing vertigo? Vertigo. Yeah, headaches, nausea, just 
people are people some people are even giving their dogs like medication just to to, to ease them from this constant noise but it bothers them yeah because it's on does it or they think it bothers the 24 7 oh it doesn't bother the dog uh i would assume so i don't know so <clears throat> essentially mm-hmm. they've seen rabbits birds and other wildlife leave that makes sense they're like there's just no more there's no more like nature there and i get it i get that 100 percent like noise pollution is absolutely a thing and having that many fans shouldn't be good for for, for it at all um so they are looking into maybe changing it to being cooled by that oil like a conductive heat oil where they're going to submerge the the miners into this oil that will just keep them cool you submerge them yeah how do you Oh William, oh William. Okay, I'm about to, I'm about to blow your mind. You then. submerge them. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's this like oil. It's just they call it an oil, but it's a heat conductive oil that lets the the technical parts run without having any like issues. They're not gonna short circuit or anything. And then the oil will warm up. Now, what you gotta do is move the oil out of this like tank where there's where there, the miners are located and move that heat somewhere else like cool down the oil so heat transference thermodynamics goes gets into play here so, this, so there's this okay i'll bring up this other thing in a little bit but they would have to cool down this oil uh either just laying it out thin and letting the heat dissipate and then recollecting it or gathering the heat to to heat up water create steam and then generate electricity create electricity okay (laughs) um so there's like multiple use cases but this just highlights the fact that miners although they face a lot of criticism about being bad for the environment uh this adds on to that because now it's also producing noise pollution but it also shows that there are alternatives to to the mining operations where it could self-sustain itself. I was about to get there. And recycle the, the heat that it just produced to create clean, renewable energy. I mean, at one point, you would need the electricity to start it. But at one point, depending on how much power you can create. Yeah. So you're always going to lose some. some it's not going to be 100% efficient, obviously. Cause. Yeah, but if you get it to like... 40 percent like you get back 40 percent you use 60 you're only using instead of 100 percent using 60 percent mm-hmm. that's cost savings that's cost savings it lowers the price of bitcoin because or at least their price of yeah. production, producing bitcoin so that's just smart and if they're like, capped out already they could just sell that electricity so what they'll do is they'll sell that electricity back to the back, grid back to the grid i mean you'd have a high upfront cost because you would have to run create the mechanism necessary to create the the transfer process and then create electricity to then mm-hmm. put it back in the system. But once that that's out the way, those miners can run. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, okay. So, um, lawmakers in Georgia and Kentucky are like supporting people 
to open up Bitcoin mining farms in their country, in their states. In their states. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're in Miami. I feel like we're in our own country sometimes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair statement. So, um, but yeah, um, and electricity companies are also incentivizing Bitcoin companies to start up in their cities with like credits so like yo you, you start a bitcoin mining company over here we'll, we'll offer you some credit so you could get going and but then they have a a huge client right there so like the residents don't want them but, but the states do the states do and this whole noise pollution thing is a huge like turnoff for for the residents like mm-hmm. we don't want this noise pollution this particular firm the marathon bitcoin uh set up a a noise canceling wall okay that's like 20 some feet tall they claim it did nothing <laughs> who did the the citizens that's not true they're like <clears throat> they're like it's not it's not working it did something probably did something but probably not enough yeah to not be more like less annoying but it had to do something because not, there's something blocking noise from going your way mm-hmm it's it's somewhat disparated. Yeah. So the local government's having like this kind of like issue here. Why don't you just plant more trees in that area? Good. Good solution, William. Very good solution. Because that would also block out noise. Block out noise the further you go. But like at the same time, you won't get your natural habitat back. What natural habitat? Like the animals won't come back because the noise is still there. Well, we don't care about the. I. I mean, at this. I, I'm being. I'm saying I don't care about the animals coming back in this situation. You just. You just focus. I'm focused on the problem yeah. of. But then, so like overall, overarching, holistically, there's still the noise pollution. So they're trying to figure out the noise pollution. Yeah, setting up the trees and like creating more yeah, shrubbery but, will, kind of like offset it for the citizens, but it doesn't address the issue yeah but you can only do one so fast like it'll take mm-hmm. example a year to get that process done correctly mm-hmm. the trees depending yeah, on yeah i think far- the trees is a great way to like just start yeah and and then, and then like, they can sell the trees later yeah once they once they uh once they switch to, to oil cooling and then creating their own energy i mean mm-hmm. one problem at a time yeah absolutely it's funny how states want that though but like so this firm uh marathon plans on adding 30 new jobs to that particular location and expects to bring in two million dollars in annual tax contributions. So <laughs> they're like, "We want to pay our taxes. <laughs> Take our money. Yes. Let us stay." So they're like, "So the government wants them, but then the government also has to help the citizens. So they're gonna probably be uh, cracking down a lot on the noise pollution. No, they thing. won't. At some point. No, At they some won't. Point. And as you said, it just it makes sense financially if it, it is going to cost up front. But if they could recycle the energy to produce more more electricity, the state will crack down on them. Though I think the state's going to tell them, let's let's create a better problem, a better solution. Yeah, but they're not going to tell them not to because there's two million dollars in revenue yeah, so that they're losing out on. If yeah, they, exactly. They, they take them away. Exactly. So one thing that they're <laughs> considering doing is also just like um, relocating some of the miners to another location that they have works but it's it's not ideal so to get back to that whole oil submersion thing okay uh there's this guy i don't know the name of the company right now but he started off in in new york and i believe they're they're opening up one in miami okay he runs a spa and all the saunas and jacuzzis are powered are heated with bitcoin miners so they heat up this uh oil 
and turn the oil to heat the steam and heat up the water that's going to go into the saunas and the pools. And then the guy says, he's like, I've reduced my cost of electricity by significant amounts. He's like, yeah, of course I'm going to do this for every one of my locations I'm going to open up from now so on. So he opens up the miner, the a mining rig set up, and then at the same time attaches a spot next to it. Yeah, so no, so he has like a, a service room of sorts where he has the miners. Oh, It's just a room specifically for mining. So his main business is a spa, but mm-hmm. at the same time does mining yeah. to heat the... Yeah, his main business is a spa. Oh, okay. So he only has enough miners to really power the spa. Exactly. But it reduces cost so much, it makes sense to do so. Exactly. I get you. Because ta- at the same time, he gets Bitcoin rewards because he's in a mining pool. Exactly. Oh, we're in the wrong business. <laughs> mining Bitcoin is definitely a good business. Oh, that's a good business. Yeah. That's a smart guy. Yeah. And um, there's this um, hotel. And he really doesn't have to sell the Bitcoin. He just, because the services pay for everything else, he really just gets to keep the Bitcoin he mines. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, the services. Yeah. In, some, in the future, he could probably just sell off the Bitcoin for the electricity that he's going to use. Yeah. And mine more Bitcoin anyways. That's a good business. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is just a, a form of showing stored energy it's cool stuff that's a good one and to to add to that there's more to this yeah there's more jesus alex there's more we've been here for an hour (laughs) um there's this um hotel in like europe in the cold they heat up their rooms their rooms bitcoin mining also smart and uh i saw a tulip farm that keeps the temperature in their greenhouse at a certain temperature with bitcoin mining so very green to me but it can be made very green it can be made yeah just you have to do it right it is a business and not all businesses are good but you gotta make it right yeah sorry about that that's a good one (laughs) that's a good little story right there I mean just business wise that's smart on all fronts Mm -hmm. no they they gotta get to cooling with oil get a steam room to power their electricity that makes 100% sense yeah to power power their, their saunas and their pools well, I meant oh for the mining for the mining for farm, the mining farm. not yeah. the spa. Yeah. So yeah, he probably has like thirty miners, forty miners. It costs him. I'm throwing numbers. I'm not mm-hmm. giving exact hundred grand to just do that, but mm-hmm. it offsets the cost of the spa electricity wise. Double yep. that for like an ex for it, probably the ROI depending would be like four years electricity for basically paid for pretty much. That's pretty like th- that's the gist of it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Also frees up power for the for, um for the grid. How so? Less power he's using in terms of the power. Like miners will take, for example, ten watts, ten kilowatts. Mm-hmm. The pool takes thirties, mm-hmm. like to heat up the pools. The extra twenty he's not using. I don't think st- I don't think it works that way. Yeah, it does because the pool still need to be heat up to a certain temperature. The miners still only use up a certain amount. Yeah. Okay, but depending on how much processing the miners doing even if even on how much heat it creates but it's it it doesn't like the miner needs to be running at a certain level doesn't matter it's still using less if if the heating up the water system is more cost effective is more costly than running the miners that that difference yeah yeah if if that's the case yeah which it should be if he's making if he's using it to power it it has to be i'm I'm assuming he's doing it because it's cheaper to run it no so that's not what it is it's just he's gonna be 
spending electricity to to heat up the mm-hmm. the pool. If he's gonna spend that electricity to heat up a pool, might as well mine Bitcoin, which produces heat anyways. <clears throat> and whatever he spends on electricity heating up the pool, he he cuts he cuts the cost of that electricity by selling off the Bitcoin, for example. Uh-huh. So he gains this asset that's like, oh. Okay, so he's still selling the Bitcoin to cover. I mean, I said he's selling the Bitcoin. But like you said, oh. if you're running a business, then the cost of electricity should still be part of your overall business I assume, model. I assume the, so now the question uh, is, if he, yeah. as a business owner, decided to reduce the rates for his services in that business to be more, more competitive and then sell the Bitcoin to 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 be able to do that i assume he was doing it because it, uh, the electricity was be, it's offset or he or he keeps the rates high pays the electricity with his services or rates whatever um and keeps the bitcoin that depends on how he does it i assume that that's, that's kind of like a business i assume the choice. i assume the electricity was being cheaper you thought that, that it was cheaper to run the bitcoin mines than electricity it's, itself no than the actual <laughs> things because once water gets hot to a certain temperature they, they don't need to run the, the same as much yeah this, that's true but still it, you still need the same amount of heat to heat up the water so that's the first the, time around though but to maintain the water yeah, to maintain heat, it, it doesn't yeah but require that mm-hmm. i just don't know i don't know too much we don't about know about business. yeah that's a cool one though yeah it's super good <clears throat> super cool stuff but yeah what else you got so this ties into how you just said these um, states want miners in. So these are three other states that sign that introduce this thing called Blockchain Basics Act. The states are Ohio, South Carolina, and Mississippi, and it just aims to protect Bitcoin um, citizens and Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies' rights at the state level. So a quick rundown is protect monetary freedom real fast Americans should have the right to save and transact in digital assets the same way they can with cash this should be provided a safeguard a central a, they should be provided a safeguard against a central a central bank digital currency where the government could monitor or even stop financial transactions the legislation would ensure the right to hold transact with privately issued digital currencies Second one is protect Bitcoin's infrastructure. American has America has become leader in Bitcoin mining infrastructure after China banned the practice due to their lack of control. True, true. Bitcoin miners could legally operate in areas zoned of industrial use as long as they meet the general regulations for those areas. <clears throat> okay. Same thing we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And then one of the last ones was prevent outdated regulations from stiffing innovation oh that's a good one the the federal government has attacked blockchain technology by enforcing regulations written decades ago which were not intended with blockchain in mind the blockchain basics act exempts note um notable blockchain activities from traditional financial regulations which they cannot possibly comply with while keeping consumers safe in mind the act does not um, protect fraud. This act does not pr- protect fraud. One hundred percent. Yeah, and there's also like a small summary of like of legislations as well. Yeah, that's solid. That is a great act to start working on. 
I said this before, I think blockchain is freedom of speech. Blocking it is unconstitutional. We are simply publishing information that's freedom of the press. That's what 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 states are um doing that? That um oh, I got you. That was Mississippi, South Carolina, and Ohio. Props to you guys. <laughs> Props to you guys. We I don't know if we have the same one. I know we we have um anti centralized um dig, centralized bank digital currency CBDCs. Yeah, we I know we have that in Florida. Oh, that we do not want CBDCs no. here in Florida. Damn straight. Yeah, Ron signed that one in a couple months back. Now we talked CBDCs. About it. And you need to get this through your mind. CBDCs will be the equivalent of making everybody a slave to the people who have control of the monetary system. Worse than it is now. Worse, worse than it is now by 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 factors untold. Yeah, because right now they cannot go into your bank account and completely stop you. Correct. From moving the money, unless like it's a, there's a freeze on it for whatever reason, like it's it's more. Yeah, they go of a headache. They could freeze your your accounts if if you've been charged with some type of Which, crime. Exactly, or, and maybe the bank can freeze it as well. Or if you're under investigation for some crime. Yeah. So you don't like start sending the money out, and they're trying to keep any fraudulent transactions, which I kind of understand. Like that makes sense, but we're not at the level. But we can easily be there of the tomfoolery that happened in Canada mm-hmm. during, um, I think it was during the pandemic, where the where the truckers were were blocking the road, and people who were sending money to those truckers, their accounts got frozen. Mm-hmm. The truckers' accounts got frozen. No, the people sending the money to the truckers' accounts got frozen. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. If I'm remembering correctly, it was mm-hmm. that. Okay. And you couldn't support these people. Yeah. Why? Like, the, that's a form of protest. It's organized. It's peaceful. Yeah. A CBDC just makes that 10 times easier. Oh, yeah. Not just that. A CBDC can make it so that, oh, you can't hold more than $10,000 in your bank account. At, at a given time. At any given time. Yeah. That's going to, they're going to say, oh, it's just stimulate spending. That's BS. Yeah. That is so that you cannot save money and generate wealth yeah not just that also they can make it so that you can't withdraw that funds and move out to another wallet that's not governmentally um given yeah it's gonna limit who you could do transactions with and then on top of that the icing on the cake is your every transaction will have to be approved by them yep so if you're like let's say trying to buy a truck a pickup truck because you need it for your work and they're allowing you to spend whatever it costs and you want to pay it completely. If they don't deem it rightfully so. Yeah, they'll be they like, no, this it. isn't this is not a good transaction. You're not allowed. Banned. Boom. Yeah. Uh the other the other uh alternative was red meat. They're like, oh, let's say you have an allowance, you can only eat four ounces of red meat a week. Yeah. Once you buy four ounces. You can also do that, give allowances to things. Boom, block. They're gonna try to make it pretty. Don't believe them. Yeah, as of right now with the way we have the fiat system is not great, but they, those limitations are still not there. 
and it's hard to very it's hard to get there because there is always that cash aspect there is di- physical dollars mm-hmm. which limit it yeah the physical dollars thing kind of made it I mean, the, it's just the current like the current banking system doesn't allow for the amount of control that the CBDC would would give. Would give. It's just no, no to CBDCs. Yeah. I might, I might have a target. We we probably have targets on our back now for saying this, but well, I mean, we've been having said. That I'm before. I'm okay with it because you got to fight for what's right. Yeah. So I'm gonna one- cut this. I'm gonna cut this and make sure I get a specific clip on just. CBDC is bad. Yeah. So today I saw something that came out. It just ties into this because we're talking about money and banking. For the first time in a long time or maybe ever, me and Elizabeth Warren agree on something. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. <laughs> Don't you clean my ears, man. I, for once, agree with Elizabeth Warren. Not completely, but I see closer eye to eye on her. Okay. What'd you say? So, but I believe it happened today or today, yesterday. Um, I saw it. I saw her thing, which she, her comment today on Instagram, which was from X, the what they what they snap. It was either from Yahoo or Wealth um, pages, and it was, I believe, yesterday. It was announced that City um, Capital One, if I'm not mistaken, bought um, Discover for thirty five point like five or three billion dollars, and I said. That is anti-competition, and it's somewhat of a form of monopoly. You have taken out one more player or one more independent player from the game. And she had a very similar sentiment in the sense of she also agreed that you're taking competition and more that options away from people. And that, um, well, she said that they're going to raise fees and all this other stuff, which I don't think they will. They probably will. Eh. Uh, okay, so here's why the thing. raise fees if you already what fees can they? <clears throat> here's the thing: I don't know too much about the credit card like industry, uh, how many competitors there are out there. But in taking in consuming one of the the companies, you effectively have more market share. Yes. So you you control the price, the overall price of what those fees are. You can absolutely raise it. I'm not saying they can't raise. I'm saying there's no incentive to <clears throat> raise. There, there isn't. There incentive, increase money. You you increase you, revenue. Those two banks still don't hold all the credit cards. Yeah, that's that's true. So there's so it, th- there's risk in terms and of you like, raising those fees. And people just leave and, and go that's to the other competition. That's why I preface that with saying that I don't know what the competitive landscape looks like. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they'll raise fees astronomically high that you're gonna no definitely wouldn't be astronomical i also don't think i also don't know the difference in fees between one or the other mm-hmm. that's the other thing so also true i don't know that but so i that's why i said just for saying oh they're most likely gonna raise fees it's just like i don't oh, okay so you agree with the fact that it's anti-competition it's anti-competition and and, and it is towards monopoly yeah but you don't particularly know for a fact if i wouldn't say they're they're, they're gonna raise fees yeah I see. It's possible. I would say that's definitely yeah. But the possibility when they weren't in direct comp, like when they were comp, when they were strictly it's str- easier. It's like what this do? Which one? Which one? Which is the one that consumed all the all the gold, uh, iron iron companies? Rockefeller? I don't. I don't know. I'm not a history buff, but <clears throat> yeah, we also just said all of them. They didn't. There's still more competition out there. Yeah, true, true, true. So yeah, this guy. That's owned, what I'm saying. This guy pretty much owned 
That's what I'm saying. They can. I'm not saying they won't, but I'm saying the likelihood of that happening is not true. 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 It's much lower than it happening. Mm-hmm. But, but that's like, I don't know. Disney Plus or Disney acquiring Netflix also. That's also anti-competition. Yeah, but then they could raise the fees or maybe just include... They typically don't raise fees when those mergers happen, in my opinion. I don't see it happening like that. Like, T-Mobile's acquired. The price of T-Mobile... I mean, when Metro was acquired by T-Mobile, I don't think price of Metro doubled Mm -hmm. or went up 10%. I wouldn't... Because they're already there. It's it's meant to handle a specific clientele. Mm Mm-hmm. You raising fees get a, gets rid of that clientele. It might not just be raising fees, though. It could also just be other things. Well, Netflix is supposedly, or reportedly, I don't know if this is actually confirmed or not, but they're going to start introducing advertisements. That's for a lower tier, though. And they have. Mm-hmm. That's for a lower tier. <clears throat> so... If you start acquiring companies, you can start like throwing in like different ways of making more money. Essentially, kind of like taking out benefits or to. to yeah, we're paying clients. less for Netflix to have the to have. Yeah, the ads. I understand that. Yeah, it'll be different if you're paying the same fifteen dollars and they're still putting ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not. You're paying instead of eight fifteen dollars, you're paying seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I, again, I don't know too much about the credit card industry. I also don't know what exactly. I wouldn't know what fees you're talking about. I've never paid fees on know, either one of the credit which, cards. Yeah, I don't know which fees. And I, man, don't get me, don't get me started with fees. Don't get me started with fees. I'm gonna get hot. And I'm gonna start like, why, why are they charging maintenance fees? Why are they charging you money in the bank accounts for having less than a certain amount of money? It's like, how does that make sense? It's like, why does it cost more to maintain my little amount of money than maintain a lot amount of money? They have to make their money somehow. Huh. Oh, and then overdraft fees? You're going to charge me money for not having money? What is that? There's a bank that got rid of that. I think Bank of America got rid of that. Good for them. Good for them. Because it, it is stupid. That's How are you going to overdraft? I have no money. Just, just don't huh. charge me. Just, just decline just, the card. Every decline. time. Yeah. Don't let it go through. But some people have overdraft protection that allows you to go through, go above a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, don't get me with these. Don't get me with these. It's a whole nother com. com but yeah, I just I just saw her say that, and I'm like, I agree with these first two. This other one, I'm not saying it will happen or won't happen. I'm just more like, it doesn't necessarily have to happen. That's what I felt about. I see, I see. But I did agree with her when I saw that. William agrees with Elizabeth Warren. I was gonna say Warren Buffett for a second. Yeah. But since we're already on this, poly- these the, her and I had I saw one more video, mm-hmm. two more that I want to preface. Um. I don't know who it was. It was they were talking about to crypto experts. The first video I saw in Congress, and they were asking questions about how do criminals use crypto or Bitcoin. And the dude respond. The dude that asked the question goes, "You can't answer." The crypto experts goes, "You cannot answer this question because you guys are not criminals. You guys are not successful criminals. So how are you going to tell me what criminals would do?" In the crypto space. Oh, my. Someone in like a Congress hearing said that to, yeah. to the person. That's crazy. Yes. The dude who asked the question in Congress. Then rebuttaled. Like, okay, so. Told them. He's like, okay, he asked this question. 
got a response. And he, didn't, he didn't ask. They didn't show that. It was like but, a rhetorical question or something. Yeah. He goes, you guys can't tell me what criminals would do because you guys are not successful crypto criminals. Oh, my and God. And you guys are not criminals. So you wouldn't know what criminals would do. I'm so is he, is he saying that he's a successful crypt, crypto criminal? No, he's criminal saying that, that... And he knows what a crypto he, criminal will do? He's saying that they cannot speak on what fraud occurs within the crypto space because they are not criminals. Okay. That's what he's saying. That guy's a fucking moron. Just straight up. Want to see something else he said? Okay. This video seemed edited, I will preface. So okay. I'm not sure... It, well, the video was edited. I'm not sure to like what level was edited. Mm-hmm. But this is accurate. Homie should not be in off in, in clearly, whatever position. Clearly, he goes. These crypto bros have made all these millions of dollars out of thin air. That should not be allowed. Should oh not be, my! He, wait, wait, wait. He. I don't know if he said not allowed, but he said something of that nature. And then he goes. The U.S. government has also done the same thing. Mm-hmm. We. I mean, they've also printed the dollars. Same dude. The same dude. But he goes, but we are the U.S. government. We're allowed to. Oh, oh. Mmm. Dude. I don't even know what to do right now. I saw that. Well, I heard that. And I was like, this man's wildin'. Let me see. What's the, what's, the, what's that quote? I'm sure like- someone knows it. Uh. Benefits for me and mine, but not for you and thine. Something like that. Some, something like that. Get that guy out of office. Dude, if only I can remember. His name. Yeah, I want to call him out. By name. Who posted it? Oh, man. I will f- I will search that up. Jeez Louise. I'm trying to quickly. Oh, I think I found it. Oh, and his name is Congressman Brad Sherman. Fuck you, Congressman Brad Sherman. You're a dumbass, and you are an elitist, and you just uh, are the root of all evil in American government. All righty. Ready? There, I said it. I put, I'm putting... I've never been so... Mm, ready? That guy. Kick play. No, that's, that's not play. Crypto bros make money literally by making money, and they've made over a trillion dollars out of thin air. Um, they'll accuse the U.S. government of making money out of thin air. Maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. William, am I am huh. livid. Isn't that something wild to Whoever say? Whoever edited that was funny, though. <laughs> we are the U.S. government. It's like, what are we even talking about right now? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it better be. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I could, if there was one more with that guy. Look, um, what was his name again? Brad Sherman. Brad Sherman. Uh, all due respect. Um... Get your facts straight. You need us. Get a fact straight. Um, I, I'm sorry for for acting up the way I did. <laughs> that was uh. Yeah, you really want us to get. That was that was immature of me. Um, if you need help understanding crypto, um, reach out. But um, I I didn't see that part that you said where oh, um, what's up? 
the oh you you can't tell what it was crim- a different video a different video same dude though same dude yeah i'm trying to see if i so, find it criminologists uh people who study criminal justice that's literally what they do they study crime i and they don't necessarily perform crime criminal acts yet they are considered experts in the field they know how criminals behave it's literally a whole field of study so that statement and this is why i got hot that statement just comes out of just straight up ignorance or straight up trying to mislead the people and provide some information that's not true i'm gonna do as much effort as i can i might just cut this up into a clip and just send it straight to you man because i i really do want you to to know that uh the crypto bros are not criminals that print money out of thin air it's a system behind it and i mean sometimes we do and well yeah some some people do those those are criminals or at least some people who are uh printing securities essentially but that's a whole different thing and i'm don't agree with those things um so i would love to have an open conversation with you and uh try to because you are in government so i feel like you should be informed damn it, i can't find the one with him when he talks about the i found it and i also did like it so this one's a little longer i want to watch it how long uh, i'll watch it it's a, it's less than a minute it's 51 seconds okay i'll watch it i'll watch it <clears throat> press play when you're ready i don't know why it does that oh it's muted oh i'm sorry no, that was mine. My phone. My phone's on the table right now. Everyone's like, "What's going on?" All right, Marnito, these will all be there for you. Okay, okay, okay. Now, none of you have ever been successful criminals, and I think I've got that right. You'll interrupt me if I'm wrong. So you don't know what it takes to be a successful criminal. You're here telling me that. The criminal, the successful criminals don't understand their business when they decide to use crypto. I would venture that since none of you are successful criminals, uh, you're not really in a position to tell us this. What we see is growing ransomware. Ransomware hit a billion dollars last year, the highest ever observed. Increasingly, they're using uh, crypto to do it. Which ones? And they're getting away with it. And they know their business just as you know your business. But let the record show. None of the crypto companies, none of the people here who make money through crypto is willing to stop doing business with the criminal facilitating mixer operations. I yield back. I see. Now, none of you have ever... <clears throat> okay. So there's some, some dissecting. He's saying that the the criminals are using crypto for illegal purposes but really it's just it's a ransom yes they're they're using typically blockchain technology but 
the 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 illegal activity is not the blockchain technology it is the act of committing ransom holding something that does not belong to you hostage it's a crime not the use of funds and that crypto mixer thing that he's talking about is a tool that protects privacy can criminals use that tool correct but not strictly criminal criminals use that tool people want to protect their privacy without committing crimes the crime is the ransomware attack the ransomware attack the hackers performing these acts blockchain crypto and crypto mixers are not the issue I got I could I could have more conversation with you if you if you want I'm not kidding man like but um yeah those well, are two things I don't even know who he was talking to now I'm curious she was talking to a panel Okay. It was probably a panel of like some of the bigger exchanges that we have in the states, okay. likely, and maybe some like developer, like some developers of other mm-hmm. companies there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for that, William. Thank you. You got me all, all hot and bothered. <laughs> okay. I fine, like sharing at this fine hour. No, no, it's 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 good. It's good to share. Um. As of right now, mm-hmm. my sentiment is getting out of office. But hopefully, hopefully he could come to his senses. I don't think he will. He's he's a little old to come to his senses at this point. We have one of the oldest Congress in the world. We we talked about this last episode. Oh, get rid of them all. We literally talked Stupid about this last guys. episode. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Run for Congress, young fellows. Um, Mike Mike Gates. I think that's his name. Uh huh. Um, he just reintroduced the that bill they they threw back. A couple months ago, saying that Congress shouldn't be allowed to play in the stock market. Mm. We'll see what, hap- what happens with that. It's I'm saying that now, just as preface, that nothing will happen because they all play within the stock market <laughs> and they all make ridiculous gains off of it. Not just though, like though my favorite one, Nancy Pelosi, but all of them. This is at- not a political podcast. I promise. It's not. This is just crypto technology, and privacy. they get involved in crypto, so we get involved in them. <laughs> I mean, with them, not in them. <laughs> Apologies. Okay, <laughs> okay. I was gonna get back at you for the for for the joke you said earlier, but I bit, I bit my tongue because because I said it faster. No, because because it took you a second to think. It's not that it takes me a second to think. You're, just, you're like on ten second delay. It's just that that you have a certain elegance the way you do things and cracking jokes like this. And I feel like if I say a joke, it just be uh, uncalled for. <laughs> like, I'll just like, be like that was like a, like I'd say it would it wouldn't come off right. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna work on my jokes telling skills. The, the ones that are uh. but yeah I got nothing else for this podcast William I don't know if you do I always got things okay so I think we'll wrap up after these two okay we had to talk about Bitcoin at some point we talked about Bitcoin earlier no oh okay I see what you mean I see what did we talking. talk about Bitcoin we did talk about Bitcoin when what mining but that's not what you're talking about that's not what, what you're talking about okay here's the thing the difference between me and William is I like the fun I like the the fundamentals. We don't like the technicals. I didn't even mean technicals. Price? No. What are you talking about then? Well, no, I didn't mean price right now. I was going to talk about price. You're gonna, what were you talking about then? Sending Satoshis. 
Selling Satoshis. Sending Satoshis. Sending Sats. Sending Stats. Sats. No. With no internet. With no internet. Oh, facts. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. Just wrap it up. Because I thought that was cool. Technical stuff, actually. So I, I won't play the video stuff. here because mm-hmm. it's, it's like two minutes. But the video will be in the description for sure. I have it saved. Okay. So no video. It's a two-minute video. For, for this. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's too long. It's a little long, in my opinion, to watch. Mm-hmm. Plus, the quick rundown essentially is this... It's, it's basically in South Africa. Mm-hmm. As of right now, it's a third-party company that this man created that allows you to basically determine, ask how much is in the wallet, like in that wallet you're sending to. <laughs> Send and receive. And that's about it. And then also, and then also <coughs> it asks, and you, you're able to send, it's through Lightning. So it just uses a username and you essentially, all you do is, if I'm not mistaken, you just text the web, the, the service provider, the service provider sends an email. It responds to you with what you want to do. Send or receive. You tell them you put, who do you want to send to? You copy their address. Well, their username to it. Mm -hmm. You put the amount on there and they do it. And then the other person on there and receive the stats or the Bitcoin. And then to, to send it's the same thing it shows up your username you tell me you where you want to send it you like this is where i want to send it to and you send it there's no qr code or nothing it's by the username, username. beautiful and it's all it, you don't need no internet connection or nothing it all does Just it cell service cell service that's it, as of right now from the video i saw it's only in south africa but that's that was cool yeah it makes sense that is super cool and it's on or lightning, so it's super cheap transactions. It, yeah, and it's and, it, and it's instant almost. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. And you're yeah. able to see like how much your wallet has everything. Yeah. I saw the video, uh, but now I'm kind of also curious. I didn't save it, um, so I wanna I wanna see if I could learn more about that yeah. because that's revolutionary. That is literally use case number one where people are like, oh, what if I don't have internet connection? Yeah, here well, you can use this provider. Cell service. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. I thought that was really cool. Like that's I saw it, I'm cool. like, that's dope. That is super cool. And then the other story? It wasn't a story, it was more price. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that no, that makes sense. Bitcoin's not doing what it's supposed to do right now. Bitcoin is not doing what it's supposed to do with him. I agree. Bitcoin, Bitcoin needs, to, pre- needs to get its act together. Pre having has a little rally, has a little dip. And then, and then we keep it moving. Oh, let's just smack the shit out of the microphone again. And then we just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. It's ignoring that dip. It's not dipping. It's not dipping. Where's the dip? It's not here. Right? Yeah. It's like, what is this? Super and Bowl, I'm changing Super my- Bowl show where the person forgot to bring the dip? Yep. Come on. And the current, also, we're currently at really high leverage in the market. Leverage is super high. Mm-hmm. Right now, the funding rate is like half a percent, like 50% to fund. Mm-hmm. Well, of half a percent. That's how much they're charging you to use leverage. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Because everyone's on leverage. Everyone's on leverage. I was like, mm, it's moving. So typically what happens when leverage reaches this peak is there's a quick flush out. Price goes down, liquidates all these. Right now we've been liquidating shorts. Yeah. Left short, and right. Yeah, shorts have been liquidated. But now we're not liquidating longs. Mm-hmm. So now we're everyone. So there's t- typically is a little flush out of leverage. We stabilize the market. Keep it moving. And there's no flush out. There, there hasn't. We haven't flushed. It was a little flush this morning, but the reason there was a flush this morning, well, 
as of now it'll be a little late was because the ETFs were selling mm-hmm. not just grayscale but like all of them they had large outflows yeah because everyone saw the price if whoever got in early they're like oh my god take profits so, made so much money yeah take profits call it a my, it. ETF, my ETF is up call it a month or so exactly and it's just like boom keep it moving mm-hmm. but that's currently what it's looking like right now we should be in the accumulation phase with a with a dip and we're not having it you know i just i just wondering now um your etf does it show you how much bitcoin you hold i can show you what it looks like if you want you could do that off if you want okay so i i it's I'm not curious. it doesn't show it just how it looks it looks weird okay if i can show you right as soon as we're done here okay yeah but right now we're, we're coming into that new phase of accumulation phase also check out rec capital this is where i'm looking at the chart we should be at this accumulation phase we're entering it but we're not entering it as we typically do with a dip down and mm-hmm. then a rebuild up yeah it's just we're climbing we're just climbing as we said last episode institutions are here man they're not here <laughs> they're here institution they're just- no 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 Institution or retail are not here. What's here are the are the ETFs. Yeah, but banks aren't here yet. Companies aren't here yet, and those are institutions. Oh, okay, I see. The other big players ETFs are here. They're still they're still they're still out. Retail is still not in. Mm-hmm. Read the Google search. I saw a chart the other day saying Google searches are up, but not 2020, uh, 2021 How that was going? They're still not even buying in yet. Retail is like just starting to fizzle. Fun. I think we, I'm, I, I'm not just a little bit of price prediction more so than anything. We may see a much wilder Bitcoin than we originally thought in these next. Oh, really? Next 500 months. days. Yeah, I think we, like, I saw a post saying we might hit all time highs before the halvening. Before the halvening? Oh, I mean, true. We're not that far. We're two weeks away. I yeah. mean, two months away. Two months away. Give or take. And like, and like the price is right there at 50000 17000 more. Mm-hmm. It's at 52. 17000 It raised 10 in a month. Yeah. What's another 10 in a month? Yeah. And buying pressure is not going to stop. Lastly, before we close this out, Bitcoin, um, Bitcoin. Coinbase is running low on tokens. On Bitcoin? Yep. Of course they are. Because everyone's buying from them. Mm-hmm. So you're paying a higher premium to Coinbase is paying a higher premium to buy your tokens. Oh really? So Bitcoin's price on on Coinbase it is higher. It's a little higher than other exchanges. Okay. So Since if you're gonna sell your Bitcoin, sell it to Coin. Don't sell your Bitcoin. Don't no, no, no. It. You don't sell your Bitcoin. This is proving one thing: <laughs> you cannot sell Bitcoin. Don't sell your Bitcoin because the prices it will reach within the coming years, mm-hmm. compared to other asset classes. Mm-hmm. Night and day difference. You're not bullish enough. You're not bullish enough? That's probably something I tell myself all the time, and I feel like I'm pretty bullish, man. Yeah. All righty. But that's now. That's really is all I got. Yeah. Well, I, I could always come up with more, but I yeah. am dr- I got nothing you, you else. Like like nothing else that makes sense. Yeah. I, I feel that. I heard this thing about, like, this guy who makes podcasts. He's like, once you stop adding, once, once you got to, like, the point where you added the value, just cut it. That guy's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know that guy. Sorry, guy. <laughs> Sorry, guy. <laughs> but please like, subscribe, follow. Hopefully, we brought you some good info this episode. Yeah, share. Things will be here, all over the place. Yeah, our uh, beautiful editor will do his magic oh, for sure. He does. He's doing a great job. 
We love him. Um, also, if you stick around for a few more seconds, you might be able to see some other suggested episodes or clips. Or, or just something. Check, or just check out our page, man. There's stuff there. Yeah. Help sometimes us out. it's good, sometimes it's not. Help us out. I think we're doing I think we're getting better at this thing. More gooder. More gooder. <laughs> but like, subscribe, follow, follow us up everywhere. We're almost everywhere. Yeah. Well, it's been another week. Your favorite crypto podcast. Sometimes crypto. The unscripted. Crypto podcast. Hey yo.